Read the next bill. Committee substitute for House Bill 1, a bill to be entitled an act relating to social media use for minors. I have friends of my sons who have currently a social media business for high school sports teams. They create the logos, they do the social media for them, and they started when they were in middle school. There have been the, the objections against HB1, which is the requirement that you be 16 years old to, use, to have a social media account, um, that there are kind of certain special restrictions until you're 18, that you have to go through age verification, and that has now been melded together with HB3, which was the requirement that in order to look at pornography online, you have to pass an age verification to be 18, not just the, are you 18? Yes, I am. Uh, the current, you know, extraordinarily <laughs> well-regulated access to online pornography system that we have now. Um, and so the objections have evolved a little bit, but they basically have boiled down to two. Okay, and the two big objections are, look, people use the Internet for well, three, I suppose, if you want to, you know, the, the, the voices of people who say that, you know, online access is how they connect with um, gay, lesbian, transgender communities of affirmation or whatever. Um, but even that didn't get a lot of uh, hearing in the Senate discussion over this. So the two big objections, this is the one from uh, Tina Scott Polsky, Senate, Democratic senator, and she says, look, We've got a lot of Floridians who are minors and who use social media for all kinds of entrepreneurial reasons, and you're taking that away from them. My daughter played volleyball in college and had to do a recruiting video when she was in middle school because that's when they get recruited, and that was on YouTube. And people put their stuff out there so they can be noticed. And so athletes are going to be at a competitive disadvantage against athletes from other states because colleges aren't going to be able to see your stuff. And also businesses. To say that social media doesn't have a beneficial element for those people is completely unfair to what we hold dear. I mean, what is more Floridian than a young entrepreneurial agriculture person? At 14, starting a business. And here's why I like this approach, because, you know, one of the things that people often do, and it's a very common human characteristic, is you think within your own frame of reference. And so you try to persuade somebody you disagree with by using arguments that appeal to you. And the value of reason and persuasion, theoretically, is to find arguments that will appeal to them, that will persuade them. Well, Tina Scott Polsky, a Democrat, is trying to appeal to Republicans that this is a bad bill because it's going to interfere with, you know, the free market and people being capitalists and entrepreneurs and innovators, something that Republicans are far more attached to conceptually than Democrats. So it's a smart argument. But basically the response from Republicans has been, and, you know, from the bill sponsor, Aaron Grawl, in the Senate, you know, in the House, it was a, a, a priority of the current Speaker of the House. And now in the Senate, you know, um, the I would say probably the most consistent um, conservative, philosophically conservative person in the Senate, Aaron Grawl, who runs all of, just sort of all of these bills about social issues. And, uh, and she says, no, I get it, but the harm is so much greater than the benefit. And yeah, we're going to lose a few business owners and entrepreneurs who used online for good things within the free market, but that's not worth the cost that we're seeing in terms of suicidal ideation and child sexual abuse material, what they call CSAM. You sometimes hear that acronym thrown around. Um, you know, 80 
plus percent of online crimes against kids start with a social media account? 82% of online sex crimes against minors started when the perpetrator used the victim's social networking site to gain information and introduction. So you have body image issues, you have sexual predation, you have bullying, you have just the cognitive development issues from all of the addictive features of these social media platforms where they have specifically gamified their system so as to be as psychologically appealing like an addiction using brain chemistry to make it so that children and adults but children more so even just can't help but infinite scrolling checking their media apps looking at the notifications winning the badges all of the stuff okay and so that's the harm. That's the argument that that's the harm. The other argument, okay, the other, and there have been some questions along the way about unintended consequences. You know, will you ban news sites? Because, hey, you can comment on news sites. No, because users are not uploading in individual material. There's no algorithm. for. I mean, there are certain features of what they're talking about as a social media company or social media site or app and you have to satisfy them all. And if you don't satisfy them, then it's not disqualified. And so a lot of the objections along the way have not held up. Like one that came up interestingly the other day, Gail Harrell, a Democrat, asks... They're very concerned about games. I mean, they love Fortnite. They love Minecraft. Uh, are games included in this? This is her, uh, I think, grandchildren she was asking on behalf of. Girl, you're recognized. Thank you, Mr. President. I would say that would be up to the features of the game and what the features of the game look like. And so that's why the the features are what's outlined and this bill is more about addictive features in which there's a there is a wide breadth of um, of studies around the addictive features that have been focused on in this bill around the amount of time that a child would be engaged with these platforms with addictive features. And so could a game platform potentially come under this um, definition? I suppose it's possible. Um, it's also possible that there are games that wouldn't. And I would also suggest that any platform can um, kind of get out of the age verification space if, in fact, they don't have the features that make it addictive and harmful. Yeah, so, you know, people online gaming it's very important to them will online gaming platforms be under this regulation and be prohibiting 15 and unders which would be terrifying to them because that's where they make an enormous amount of their money and it's also extraordinarily important to the kids who use them and the answer is well no it just doesn't really fit the pattern they don't you know upload individual content it doesn't have an algorithm that feeds you things based on your past interests you know there's there's a variety of reasons that it doesn't really fit the system now Let's also be honest. Online gaming is not the most wonderful, blessed, bequeathed from God blessing upon children that you can ever imagine. Online gaming is also, if you talk to your law enforcement officers, they will tell you that online gaming is a really common tool for recruiting trafficking, for abuse of children, for the sharing of child sexual abuse material. And just for bully, I mean, there's a lot of the things that are bad about social media that also show up on gaming through the chat features, a lot of it. And so there's one sense in which, well, good, it's not going to deal with gaming. Uh, bad in that it's not going to deal with gaming. Because 
gaming is also problematic. Not all gaming, but a lot of the online interactive where you're playing with other players in real time, that kind of stuff, um, carries a lot of risk with it. Uh, which is one reason a lot of your you know, law enforcement folks say, don't let your kids play those things, <laughs> you know, or at least play them under very particular restrictions. And a lot of the stuff that's problematic, you can kind of opt out of where there are options on the gaming where that they are features for social media. So this bill passed overwhelmingly uh, in the Senate. It got certified in the House. and It's going to the going to the governor who has expressed great concern about this bill. Because he thinks or has, you know, sort of, is it legal? Is it constitutional? Is it practical? Um, He was saying even as late as this week that he's not sure he can support it because there are tweaks and reconfigurations that may be necessary to make the bill acceptable to him. So I don't know whether the governor is going to sign it. I hope he does. I know that this bill has lots of problems, I think. I don't think it's going to have a, I I think it'll hold up constitutionally. I don't think that's going to be the challenge. I do think that, the enforcement of it and which platforms will run afoul of it. Um, by the way, the age verification for online porn part, nobody's against. There's 100% support for that, which is interesting because I thought that was going to be a controversial one, but it is not. That is becoming much more common in the States. Is And it, it, this won't have you like every time you want to go look at some naked person that you've got to sh- you know put your uh, driver's license up to the camera. <laughs> it's not going to work like that. Um, the way it is going to work is most likely is you're going to have some private service. It's required to be private. It's required not to store your information. And it's not even supposed to necessarily be an ID because it's supposed to be anonymous where they can do the sort of things that are always being done to you when you're online, which is follow your behavior and website visits and things you even you know, you might type in, I suppose, all of which indicate age. And they're pretty good at figuring out your age online, even if you don't tell them, I am 38. Uh, they can t- figure out your age. And that the nexus of that information produces a basically a check mark that you are old enough to be qualified for these things. And that will kind of maybe it'll follow you. Maybe it'll be a, a certificate stored in your computer. I'm not sure exactly what the shape of this is going to be, um, but that's going to basically be your passport through as 18 plus is how that's going to most likely work. Um, so it's no, it's not likely to be that, you know, I got to give my credit card again, you know, like to prove who I am. Uh, it's not going to be anything like that. But it will be interesting to see how this, you know, what it really shapes up as uh, in person. And I think there's going to be kids who work around the system and there's going to be kids who get to get accounts and there's going to be parents who flout the system. Um, and so, you know, we'll see. Uh, the other argument, I don't think I really got to it much, and I will get to this more at 7 o'clock when we talk about this again, is uh, the parental rights argument. You know, why won't you allow parents to opt in, like for a business or for a child that they think is mature or for a child who wants to create a social um, activism organization, you know, or just generally speaking, because Republicans favor parental rights, even last year passing the Parental Bill of Rights. You know, why won't you allow parents to choose for their kids? Why does the state have to choose? And the short answer is, well, we don't always let parents choose. You know, we don't let parents choose to give their kids uh, driving capability. We don't always choose to let kids, you know, gamble or drink or smoke uh, or have access to pornography, for example. There's all kinds of things that we say to parents, no, you know, we trust you, but not here. And so this is definitely a limit or restriction on parental rights. But interestingly, Aaron Grawl made the point yesterday. And I'll, again, talk about this more at 7 o'clock. But um, she made a really interesting argument that, because of the way social media companies work to 
go around parents, keep parents in the dark, do not tell parents what the content is going to be, which is always changing because the algorithm is always feeding you different things. So as a result of that, it's really a violation of parental rights and information because the ability to decide what's good for your kids depends on your ability to know the thing you're deciding about. And her argument was that since no parent can really know what's going to be on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, TikTok, in advance, you can't know whether the movie, so to speak, is adult or okay. And it is often going to change and very quickly push you in very dangerous directions. And because of that, no parent is capable of giving informed consent for these things, kind of her argument. Um, And again, because the social media platforms work against that, and view themselves as having direct access to your kids as a kind of, you know, colonial power that can conquer them for financial gain. It's just, it's an interesting argument that it's not just that, you know, the thing is so bad that no parent should be allowed to give it to their kids, but also that the nature of the thing makes it so that no parent can give informed consent on behalf of their kids for something like this. Anyway, it passed. It's going to go to the governor, and I think it's a 60-40 that the governor signs it. 523 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. For a short month, February sure has a lot going on. The big game, Mardi Gras, Valentine's, and President's Day, to name a few. So, what else can we celebrate? How about a very low interest rate and $500 cash when you finance a 2024 Volkswagen at Piedmore Imports? That's right. Piedmore Imports now offers 1.9% financing for 48 months on all 2024 Tiguan and Taos models, plus $500 customer cash. The 2024 Tiguan S from 29101 and financing for 1.9% at 48 months. The 2024 Taos S from 24991 and 1.9% financing at 48 months. Plus the 2024 Volkswagen Jetta S now from 22481 with available financing of 1.9 at 48 months. These deals won't last long, so hurry to feed more imports. They're not in Car City, but at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rates and bonus cash for qualifying credit. CCI must take retail delivery by March 4th, 2024. See dealer for details. Advertising, marketing, digital marketing. These are all words you hear a lot about in today's world, but what do they mean? How do you get started? You can start by tuning into the Pensacola Expert Panel this Monday at 10.30 a.m. Join me, Lexi Mendoza, and I'll show you how to navigate the fast-growing landscape of digital advertising this Monday at 10.30 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Text or call with your questions, 850-437-1620. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort, your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. And now, during the final days of our President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus 10% off all bases. Ends Monday. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Oh, this cold. Honey? Honey? Honey, you need DayQuil Severe Honey. DayQuil Severe Honey gives you powerful cold and flu symptom relief with a honey-licious taste. Because life doesn't stop for a cold. Okay, I'm ready to go. (coughs) Now I'm getting a cold. Honey? Try DayQuil Severe Honey for powerful cold and flu relief. DayQuil Severe with honey flavor. The daytime coughing, aching, stuffy head, fever, honey-licious, power through your day, medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. 
Matt Gates, Donald Trump Jr. in a Pensacola Town Hall meeting Tuesday, February 27th. Here at live, beginning at 5 p.m. on News Radio Pensacola. I really admire your shoes. And I was just thinking that as much as I really admire your shoes, and as much as I'd love to have a pair just like them, I really wouldn't want to be in your shoes at this particular time and place. Good morning, 527 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you are thinking about buying or selling a home and you want to get good information, you have somebody to talk to about your questions, which you should have questions, and what's the market doing, what's the interest rate doing, what's the good location, bad location, what's going to happen in the future, all of that stuff, and, you know, how to sell it, what price can we get, what 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 should I be willing to pay for that house, or is the new build going to be able to give me a discount on my points, are they going to buy down my points, which is something that new builds will do now. Um, Christina Leavenworth, she's great at this, she can answer your questions, she can help you ask better questions, and she there's so many, I mean, they sold 175 homes last year, you know, that's a lot, okay, and so they understand how this process works and what's going on in our market. Give her a call. She loves to meet new people and talk about real estate. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth. 528, we've got David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines on this Pensacon kickoff day. Well, good morning, guys. Negotiations in Paris between Israel and Hamas are moving forward. The Israeli War Cabinet has agreed to send a delegation uh, this weekend, an anonymous diplomat tells USA Today it appears both sides now want a ceasefire and are willing to make some concessions, although Israel has said they won't agree to any pause in fighting without a hostage deal. Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny's cause of death is in and, surprise, it's listed as natural. Uh, that, according to uh, a spokesperson that uh, was given the information by his family in a video statement on YouTube, Navalny's mother said, that she was secretly taken to view his body at the morgue. And there's a big investigation ongoing now into Thursday's cell phone outages. Uh, it's looking into whether it may have been part of a cyber attack. A lot of speculation on that. And uh, AT&T says that their phone service is now fully restored. It was uh, yesterday, but it was out for a good chunk of yesterday. The carrier posted that so far there's no indication that there was a cyber attack. Yeah, no, none at all. And not solar flares, which had been, because there were some solar flares the night before, but it was while it was dark here. So, and not the right frequency, apparently, to, or not, the, you know, the right kind of thing to affect the frequencies upon which the AT&T problem happened. Yeah, they just, somebody, uh, somebody didn't update the software, right? <laughs> Unplugged the control tower and turned off the runway lights, you know, that kind of thing. It's very common. 529 on News Radio 92.3. Um, yeah, Alexei Navalny. Uh, died of natural causes, or what the coroners will sometimes call failure to thrive. Have you ever seen, you know, like death certificate often for somebody who's, you know, older? All it says is my, my grandmother. Um, I was her executor, so I'm familiar with this. It just says failure to thrive, which is another way of saying they died. They died of dying, you know. I mean, but the point is that when you get old, you don't have to explain dying. That's what happens. All you have to explain maybe is that somebody stayed alive, you know, and so, but yeah, natural causes, okay, no, um, but not surprising even in the smallest way at all that a, um, a thug like Putin and his regime would say something like that. We'll just, we'll just, that's, that's the lightest touch I got. Hey, yesterday we had a chance to talk to the Hulk himself, Lou Ferrigno. He was here in studio. We'll play that for you again. And David Wayne will have your local news coming up next right after Fox. 
Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Former President Trump's trying to have the classified documents case against him dismissed, filing multiple motions in federal court in Florida. Fox is Ashley Strohmeyer. Lawyers for the former president urged a federal judge on Thursday to dismiss criminal charges. Those charges accuse him of illegally holding on to classified documents at his Florida estate. His lawyers are claiming presidential immunity. Trump attorneys have already asked the Supreme Court to answer the immunity question. An American spacecraft's back on the moon for the first time since 1972. That was Apollo 17. Odysseus is a solar-powered cylinder about 13 feet tall and 5 feet wide. A private lunar lander touching down on the moon's south pole. Only five countries have ever achieved a lunar landing. The craft is part of NASA's hope to commercialize moon deliveries ahead of the planned return of the astronaut. Boxes, Kevin Cork, other successful moon missions have been launched by Russia, China, India, and Japan. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 531 at News Radio 92.3. Cloudy skies right now, 64 degrees in Pensacola. I'm David Wayne. Well, Escambia County leaders will be moving forward with an exclusive negotiating period of two weeks to see if they can come to a sales contract for the OLF 8 property. During yesterday's meeting, commissioners voted unanimously to enter exclusive negotiations with Beulah Town Center, LLC. The choice is pretty, pretty clear. I think we should move forward with the team that uh, presented the plan. I, you know, I, I know there's issues to be worked out in the contract, issues of the top line price, who's going to build the boulevard. Um, but I do think they've been persistent. Um, I, I do appreciate their willingness to follow the master plan. I think that's very important to residents in Beulah. The developer is partnering with Tampa-based Metro Development, a firm that specializes in communities with existing master plans. Beulah Town Center's latest purchase offer was $20 million uh, for the 290 acres, 250 remaining acres. Uh, We'll stay with the county for the purpose of job creation. Following this week's deadly crash at the toll plaza on the Bob Sykes Bridge, work is now continuing to make repairs to the damaged structure. In the big picture, though, Escambia County leaders say they are working on a plan that could see the toll booths removed altogether. There would likely be measures to reduce speeding. You know, if the toll booth goes away totally, people are just going to fly to the red light at the core. So, you know, you, you got to consider that, uh, that problem as well, or that, what, what could possibly be a problem. County Administrator Wes Moreno says they've drawn up some conceptual designs and applied for grant funding. The general idea would be that instead of the toll booths, the plaza would be completely overhead with cameras to pick up your sun pass or your license plate number. The demolition of the Malcolm Young gym may be moving forward now after an Escambia Circuit Court judge denied the request by residents for a temporary restraining order. Late last week, a pro se motion was filed, which sought to halt that demolition for 60 days, just long enough to allow signatures to be collected for a referendum to go on a ballot. One of the petitioners, Councilwoman Hill, uh, in three times in 2020, took $715,000. That was earmarked for Malcolm Young. I mean, it was in LLSC. It was set to go. And they decided there was a more important project for them. And, uh, and so th- this is exactly a microcosm of what I'm talking about is, you know, th- they signed the death notice of Malcolm Young three, year, three and a half years ago. Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves said earlier this week that both the city attorney and outside counsel were handling the case. In the case filing, the judge ruled that the petitioners had failed to follow the requirements of a Florida civil law, although we're not not exactly clear whether that was related to procedure or documentation. New web st- or a new study rather by website Simplify 
uh, shows that Florida is one of the best states in the nation for small business. The Sunshine State ranked second, that ranking based on data from the Small Business Administration. They say small businesses account for about 40% of all jobs in the state. Florida has the largest SBDC, Small Business Development Center network in the country as well. So we have about 300 staff uh, throughout the state that help people start and grow their business or sell their business and everything in between. Kelly Massey is the regional director of the Florida Small Business Development Center at UWF, and he says his organization has helped more than 150 businesses start up here in our area. Uh, Channel 3 also talked with a local small businessman, Alan Mandel, who owns AJ's Market and Ice Cream, and he says it's uh, nice to see there's room for small businesses like his in a largely corporate world. It's 535 right now, News Radio 92.3. Our next news at 6 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne for News Radio 92.3. Congressman Matt Gates. We are here focused on a weaponized government. Donald Trump Jr. We're here tonight to talk about the great American story. In a Pensacola town hall meeting, Tuesday, February 27th, at the Palafox Wharf waterfront. Matt Gates and Donald Trump Jr. will discuss the biggest issues of our time. The doors open at 5 p.m., but if you can't make it, you can listen to the entire town hall meeting right here. News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. Loading the kids in the car, brokering peace in the back seat, mastering the snack handoff without even looking. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things like figuring out what's growing in that cup holder. That's simple human sense. Ask Rushing Insurance in Pensacola and Daphne if auto owners make sense for you. My name is Tasca, and I started working here 20 years ago. I'm Diana, and it's been 12 years for me. Hi, I'm Norma, and 20 years is my number. I'm Sandy, and it's been nine years for me. And I'm Jeff, and I'm the general sales manager, and I'm inviting you to join our sales team here at News Radio 92.3. If you have sales experience, a desire for a career that is fun, exciting, while working with local and regional businesses, and with an uncapped income, we would like to hear from you. Send your resume to HR at NewsRadio1620.com. ADX Communication is an equal opportunity employer. Matt Gates, Donald Trump Jr. in a Pensacola Town Hall meeting Tuesday, February 27th. Here at live, beginning at 5 p.m. on News Radio Pensacola. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. It is Pensacon. Pensacon is going on today, tomorrow. Well, it's already kind of had some stuff happen last night. Um, but joining us in studio yesterday, I had a really neat chance to talk to Lou Ferrigno. Of course, you know him as the star of The Incredible Hulk. He's most recently been in the offer on Paramount+, Plus, which is all about the making of The Godfather, where he plays the actor who played Lou Cabrazzi in the uh, in in the show. So he's done all kinds of things as well. Lou, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Thank you. I'm very excited, especially, uh, you know, I see an, an improvement here. But the last time I was here for two years ago, they had the hurricane situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been just post-Sally, right? Pretty messy, yeah. 
Oh, man. Well, good to have you. Thank you for joining us today. You were over at our sister station, Cat Country, talking on the radio. We're your first stop of the day, so thank you for coming out early. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Great. So you've had a couple of things going. First of all, I just want to say the offer, um, big success on that, and you're now working on a new thing called The Hermit that just finished. Is that right? Yeah, I have three or four more days of shooting because of the actor strike. Everything was kind of put on hold. Oh, how, but, yeah, how did that affect you, the, the writer's strike? Well, you got the writers, the actors. We're talking about 130 days of no and, and work. Wow. Because everything shut down because uh, it, it kind of has to do with the streaming, but basically that guys over because now that we are spinning again because it takes a month or two to recuperate from right. the strike. So do you feel like the end deal that got done, is it going to be an improvement to protect things? Like, I mean, you'd be a great example of somebody who somebody might see you and take your image, your voice, capture it use AI to generate it. Um, do you feel like your industry is doing enough to protect your rights and your interest against that kind of thing? Yeah, because if you go back in the 50s, like the original Superman series, like, for example, uh, the show like Lassie, those actors never received uh, residual. Mm-hmm. But then it changed in the 70s. So it's the same thing now because every time you have network TV streaming and then you have a studio involved in everything but with the actor and the writers to, to start to get the, you know, the residual. So it did make the, the negotiations did make a difference from your point of view in protecting I, I some of those so. interests. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's taken so long to come to an agreement. How, how, what's been the effect in the industry of that lag of that, like you said, that long time when people were out of work? Obviously, people suffered going through that, but then that means that the kind of the pipeline of new material is backed up for quite some time before we can get back into well, the swing of it. Well, it affects all the talk shows and everything because yeah. the writers write jokes for the show, especially for movies. So. It's been tough. Is it back to normal yet? Almost, I would say, because I talked to my manager when she said the wheel was spinning again because it's been like a couple of months recuperating. Well, and then before that, COVID, right? Which while you were filming the um, the offer, you had lots of impact. Well, I had to be tested every morning on the set for COVID, like 5 a.m. because if, you, if you're positive, you can't, you can't film. Wow. So everybody on the set wearing a mask. Then we come to do the scene, the actor removed the mask. It's kind of weird because the fact that you want to interact with everybody, and also at the same time, we couldn't have visitors on the set. Hmm. That was a very uh, close set. So one I- morning, one morning they tested me twice positive. I said, "Listen, it's five in the morning now. It's five twenty. I said, <laughs> "One more time, you got to." So the nurse comes in, tests me again at five thirty. I tested negative. No but, way. But but to have a Q-tip up your, your nostril would be almost touching your brain five in the morning. It's not fun. <laughs> And 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 regardless of that, having to wear the mask around is inconvenient, especially as actors. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like you're. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, your industry is built on sort of the aura or the air or the just that general sense of you're in the mood and the character, and you got to continually inter- be interfered with by the thing. I can't imagine that was easy. It was hard, very hard. So you, one of the things that you're doing, like after you get done here, you're going over to uh, NAS Pensacola, and you're going to talk to some kids, right? Which is like a sure. passion of yours. Yeah. To, oh yeah. What, what kinds of stuff do you share with them? Uh, motivate them because when I was young, I had to overcome adversity. I was bullied as a kid because of the hearing and speech issue, situation. They called me deaf mute, deaf Louie. So basically, that's why I'm happy about this con because as a kid, I would love to have a con to attend myself. It gives a lot of hope because everybody has a superhero connection in mm-hmm. ourselves. And we connect that. We go through different, uh, like especially at Pentacon, mm-hmm. you see the favorite celebrities to make that connection. People that you follow for many years, you get to see them in person. So it's very exhilarating. And, and even the premise of most of your superhero concepts, a lot of times it's the, you know, their their second identity is sort of weak or unimposing, and but they can be the superhero. And it, 
I, you know, I mean, I was a big comic book reader as a kid. I wasn't a particularly big, strong kid. And it gives you that kind of sense of vicarious power to identify with these people. And it makes them think that they can do anything and stand for justice and help people, right? Well, it's amazing because when I was a kid, I had to be comic book to escape the pain uh, from my imagination. But it's funny that I got involved in bodybuilding. But when I did the Hulk pilot, at the time, Spider-Man and Captain America failed at the TV series. Yeah. But I had no idea that that show would be 50 years later open all the doors for the superheroes. And now we have uh, Comic-Con, like Pentacon. It's amazing because before you have comic convention, but now this show here is like a pop culture. Like family comes with kids. The old days you have a comic book convention, but now everybody knows about comic book convention, which is great because it, it's nothing to do with the blood, sex, or violence. It's very exhilarating. It's very positive. When, when in your life, because um, you, I mean, as you said, you were teased and bullied as a kid because of your speech impediment, hearing loss right. related speech impediment. Um, and then you went into bodybuilding, which right. you were tremendously successful. And then, of course, you went into acting and a lot of things since then. Was there a point in all of that where you felt like you had turned, where it had gone from being frustration and despair? I mean, bad feelings to being where this is really working. I'm really arriving. I'm really succeeding. Things are going to be good for me. Well, I'm very driven. I have dreams. And I can't, I, they knock me down and get up again because I can't take no for an answer. That's why a big achievement for me was two years ago when I received a cochlear implant. I mean, especially because I have a profound hearing loss. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it affected my speech, affected my uh, listening to people. So the nice thing is the fact that it gives a lot of hope to people, especially when people get older, they lose their hearing, they isolate themselves, they get angry. But the nice thing about the coca implant, once you have a coca implant, you never lose any more of that hearing until you pass on. So I like I like changes. I like the risk. I like challenges. It's, it's exciting for me because you only live once, <laughs> and you have to follow your dreams. Because if you don't take action for yourself, nobody's going to give you the action. You have done so many things like that. We're going to come back to Lou Frigno here in just a second. Let's get a quick traffic on the fives from Jake. Oh, don't go to me for traffic now. Everybody's cool out there. There's no accidents or, or slowdowns to report. Let's get back to this. <laughs> All right, fair Walk enough. Walk over the traffic on fives. You, you are, uh, let me see, you're deputized as a law enforcement officer in uh, L.A. and also in uh, one other jurisdiction, but you've also here when you came last year. You you have multiple deputizations, right? No, no, I, I'm right? a certified deputy in L.A. and San Jose Obispo. When you get deputized in other states, it's honorary, but I have police powers in California. I've been honorary deputized in 25 different states. Mm. And one of these states over here is great because the fact that I like to do the meet and greet and give back, then because a lot of officers, they put their life at risk. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people get a bad impression about police officers. They don't know what it's like to put the uniform on knowing that you're putting your life at risk to protect life and property. And last time you were here, I think two years ago, you were uh, honorary deputization yeah, uh -huh. here by Escambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So, Okay, have, have, I mean, I'm probably not the first to ask, but have, have you ever actually gone out and been involved in a law enforcement activity? I do a or lot of search and rescue, search and rescue. I teach a weapon shooting. I'm a marksman myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, the young cadets, uh, search and rescue. Uh, I, I basically do a lot of different things, especially promoting the sheriff's department, promoting the police department. What a great liaison, too, because when you're talking to the kids, you can give them not just the dreams and aspirational hope of who you are, but you can talk to them about law enforcement. I mean, all of the things, right? I basically talk to kids about maximizing your own passion. Everyone is different. Everybody has a passion. You see, once you have passion in life, it makes you unstoppable because there's no passion. You have no desire for life. Was there, I don't know, was there ever a thing you came up with? Because you said you'll never take no for an answer, never quit. Was there ever something that you wanted to do that maybe you didn't? 
to learn how to swim. I can't swim. <laughs> I, okay. I, I never learned how to swim. Did you Did you ever try? Yeah, but I, I don't know how to swim because when I was young, I didn't want to take swimming lessons. I wanted to take gymnastics, work out with waist and everything. You know, when you're very young, you learn how to swim. Yeah. I mean, I could do the dog paddle, stuff like that, but I've always been afraid to do the record of swimming, afraid of drowning and swallowing the water. Yeah. To me, but you know, funny, everybody has fears in life. That's, that's one thing I'm going to keep working on. So you're gonna. So when we have you, you know, whenever you're here, two or three years again from now, when you come back, you're gonna be able to swim better. I think so. Okay, <laughs> that'll be fantastic. Longer than I would drown before. Well, you know, one one last thing before we let you go is, um, uh, obviously, you know, you're in the International Sports Hall of Fame. You've done Celebrity Apprentice. You were actually in the Trump administration. You worked on the uh, the Presidential Council on Fitness mm-hmm. and Sports and Nutrition. Um, outside of acting, outside of health and fitness, the two things that we know you the most for. What do you do? I mean, you're a family man and all of that, but what what do you do that brings you joy outside of those main endeavors? Enjoying people every day, look for the best in people, enjoying life to its fullest because the past is gone. I want to enjoy every minute of the life. Like, for example, I don't like to waste time. I don't like to sit around. You cannot buy time. Mm-hmm. You can't. So you have to maximize that time you have. Well, uh, Lou, it's always a pleasure. Every time I talk to you, I just... Thank you. Uh, you I, am, I know I'm not the only one. I always get a, get a smile. I always just get a smile when I'm talking to you because you're such a sweetheart. You're so gentle, kind. It's like exactly not what anybody who knows you only as the Hulk would ever think. Right. But anybody who does know you or, you know, like when you shake your hand, you're like, well, that is an incredibly powerful hand with incredibly soft Thank you. hands. It's the same. It's like, oh, my God, he could crush my hand. But it's like the nicest thing ever. Oh, he just, you know. So, uh, Lou, thank, thank you for being you. Uh, thank you for the entertainment product that you've made for us for all these years. And thanks for coming to Pensacola. My pleasure. Anytime. Thank you. Absolutely. 548 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable, just, you know, fun times. Pentagon is always fun times. Hey, if you um, have any kind of work you need done in your house, uh, electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning, Peden, those are the folks that you want to call. They'll show up on time. They'll be professional. They'll do it right the first time with good quality products, and they'll stand by their work, obviously guaranteeing 100% satisfaction guaranteed. And they have been doing so well in recent years that they have been expanding tremendously. seems like every kind of couple of months I have to update what I say about where they've expanded to. Most recently it had been Mobile or had been Baldwin County, Alabama. Now they're in Mobile County, Alabama. You know, they had been going east like Panama City. Now they're as far as Tallahassee. So really everywhere in the panhandle from Mobile all the way to Tallahassee, Peden, those are the folks who will take care of you. Uh, they are now hiring, as you would expect in an expansion, uh, AC technicians, plumbers, and electricians in all of their markets. Uh, so if you know somebody who's looking for a job and is good at that stuff, they're hiring. Uh, get a free tanked water heater right now with a new air conditioning system purchase as we start to head into the summer season. You might be thinking about that and getting your, you know, everything inspected. Or find out more at Peden, P-E-A-D-E-N.com. When you were 18, you spent your spring break in Cancun. The party was legendary, and you speak of it often, even though you don't remember half of it. The geeky kid who sat across from you in math class stayed home, practicing calculus. You made fun of her. A lot. That is, until last year, when you owed the IRS a lot of money and called the certified public accountants at Benakis & Associates. And she answered the phone. Who's laughing now? The number crunchers at Benakis & Associates live and breathe accounting and tax preparation. It's practically in their DNA. When you need to know what the heck a Form 656-PPV is, call Benakis & Associates. When you need a QuickBooks Pro Advisor, call Benakis & Associates. When you need someone who practices long division for fun, 
Call Benakis and Associates. Now in the historic district on 120 South Alconies and online at flacpas.com. Benakis and Associates. Leave the numbers to the experts. So if you're looking for a good creative date idea and you like to go shopping with your sweetie, let me make a kind of a what's going to seem like a weird recommendation at first. Go to Pensacola Hardware. But I think once you go there, you'll see why I said so. Because in addition to having all kinds of amazing, interesting things that not every hardware store has, because they just have, right? And, uh, but the front, like the front maybe quarter of the floor space is all housewares and gifts and grills and cookware and, you know, gumbo pots and like Yeti merchandise and all that kind of stuff. The kinds of things that, you know, you might put on like a registry or use as a gift for birthdays or Christmas or maybe just go to treat yourself. So the, uh, you know, I was on treat yourself, right? Isn't that what Parks and Rec taught us? So anyway, the point is go there. It's a great place to shop. It's a great place to go for a date just for something kind of fun that's different, especially if you've never been there. I mean, it is the oldest business in the entire state of Florida, so it's kind of an attraction just for existing since 1851 through the terms of 33 of our 46 presidents, if you want to kind of put it in perspective. One of the 50 oldest companies in the entire United States since 1851, Pensacola Hardware, helping people build, rebuild, and remodel Pensacola right downtown. Hey, this is Dr. Ben McMillan. I do a show on the Pensacola Expert Panel. We talk about your health problems. Let me educate you about the Activator Method of Adjusting, which offers a safe and effective alternative to traditional manual adjustments. So whether you've been hurt in a car accident or been suffering from back or neck pain, chiropractic care could be your solution and not just a temporary fix. Join me this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Gulf Coast businesses are set to lose over $5 million this month. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your cybersecurity tip of the month. It's the beginning of tax season, and scammers know the threat of an IRS audit gets people to pay. Know that the IRS will never initiate contact through email, and any email threatening an audit is just a scam. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. Join Stefan Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College for Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 10 a.m. Key Marine sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. Have a boating question for Stefan? Then give us a call at 437-1620. It's a dream team, so join them today at 10 a.m. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Start your mornings off informed with all things Pensacola on the Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I know I've made some very poor decisions recently, but I can give you my complete assurance that my work will be back to normal. That, of course, was ambient audio from the transmissions they've been working so hard to bolster and reestablish to the now lunar lander. (laughs) No. Oh, man. Yeah, the United States has finally landed something on the moon for the first time ever. Isn't that, you you know that's what your conspiracy theory (laughs) uncle's saying. Oh, good, we finally did. I wonder if the people who deny the moon landing kind of, you know, do they believe this? You, finally, you convinced. But I will say that here, can I just? I don't. Maybe I'm weird. I mean, well, I am weird. Um, maybe I'm weird in this way. Even though 
yes, I do believe, okay? I have heard the argument so many times, and even in fighting against a thing, it kind of reinforces a thing to you, that there, I found that there was a little tiny part of me that's like, ah, oh, thank goodness, finally. <laughs> <laughs> even though I know they're crazy and their arguments don't hold up, there's still a part of me that had kind of, you know... You hear enough times, and your brain's not rational. You just hear a thing enough times, and you start to believe it. That's just kind of how your brain works through programming. Anyway, I just find it's funny. So um, cool that it's up there. Cool that it landed. Cool that it's doing things in preparation for the eventual return. That's right, return of people to the moon when NASA does that in a couple of years. 554 on News Radio 92.3. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Former TV talk show host Wendy Williams has now reportedly been diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia and aphasia. That's uh, the same diagnosis that actor Bruce Willis received recently. And uh, Williams' team says she went underwent testing in 2023 after she started having memory issues. Former President Trump has been denied a 30-day extension to pay the $355 million fine. In an email posted to the court docket yesterday, the judge said Trump's team didn't explain or justify a base, any basis for a stay. And, well, as you were just mentioning, the first U.S. moon landing since 1972, uh, intuitive machines guiding its Odysseus lander to the moon, allegedly, on Thursday (laughs) after the landing, NASA Administrator Bill Nelson also congratulated the company, saying it's a uh, giant leap forward for all of humanity. Absolutely it is. Uh, what was your? You said one in the middle, and then my brain kind of skipped to me. What, what was your first uh, two stories? Well, the, it was uh, Wendy Williams, oh, right. and, and then, then uh, Trump being denied the extension oh, right. That's to pay the his one. fine. Yeah. Did you see that the SEC has approved the acquisition of True Social to take the com- company public? Oh wow! Whoa. I didn't see that. No. Oh, yeah. This this actually happened about a week or so ago, apparently. And so the story since then has been the market value of Trump's shares. $4 billion. Oh, wow. And the analysis is that because of his win in Iowa, with him you know, being the Republican nominee and, of course, having a really good chance to win the presidency, uh, shares of, I forget if it's the... It's like the holding company shares that was established that would be the one to purchase or merge with. I put some of the details here a little bit beyond my knowledge. Um, but they've, like, tripled. So the headline has been that, you know, being a presidential candidate has been really, really good for Trump's bottom line. That he's going to potentially stand to make billions of dollars if he were to sell, obviously. Uh, but in the merger, you know, no, oh, you think you got him with four hundred million dollars? <laughs> I, I trump you ten times with four billion dollars of market valuation of a thing that didn't exist three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, just fascinating to me, anyway. Uh, or what we might call in the industry um, ten twitters. <laughs> I love this this unit of measurement. It is. I hope this really takes off. I do. I mean, I mean it's, it's a good way to wrap your brain around it. You know, True Social is worth 10 Twitters maybe. Oh, no, no, sorry. His share of it would be worth 10 yeah. Twitters because, mm. you know, he's only got I – don't, I don't think – he doesn't ha- wouldn't have it all apparently. So, anyway, uh, David, thanks so much for the update. At least I don't think he's got it all. Uh, 557 on News Radio 92.3. Um, what else do we have? Um, oh, <laughs> You know, the news out of Chicago, my old hometown a long time ago, I live in the suburbs, not in the city, so I'm only slightly affiliated with the city itself, which is a hot mess compared to the suburbs. Uh, like, you know, Cook County is terrible. DuPage County is fantastic, okay? Um, the Chicago school board has voted to remove, remember they, they're getting in Chicago, they're getting rid of shot spotter? They have now voted to remove all of their uh, school resource officers from the schools. 
they didn't even have them in all the schools. They only had them in about like 15 or 20 percent of the schools, apparently. But they're getting rid of them because they think uh, it's it makes the kids feel uncomfortable. It's violence in the schools. They're scared of them. And, you know, racism. I just. It's unbelievable. Sorry. They had only 39 city schools out of 600, about 5 percent. I had the number wrong. I was, I was just trying to go back to it. Um, so, yeah, we, we want to be clear, according to the school board, we want to be clear that many schools will still employ physical safety personnel like security guards at points of entry and crossing guards and safe passage workers to nothing makes you feel safe like a crossing guard in the the neon orange or pink, you know, that they wear their little belt. Uh, and safe passage workers to ensure students can get to and from school safely. Some schools will also continue to use physical security tools such as security cameras, metal detectors. Furthermore, each school will still maintain a relationship with their local Chicago police department, school sergeant, a, um, a school sergeant, a position assigned to each police district to provide safety uh, support to schools. Yeah, the local PD is going to love nothing more than that you still want to have a relationship even though you're breaking up with them. Good job, guys. You're fantastic. Super smart. Four three seven sixteen twenty. If you've got a business and you do benefits because you have employees, Torgus and Causey, they can take care of you. Health insurance, dental, vision, life, disability, HR management, payroll. They've been working with us here at Cat Country and News Radio for about seven years, and they're great. I mean, great. They give us better products, more choices, and way better customer service than we got before. I mean, seriously, when we made the switch, I was like, what's the big deal? Oh, this is better. 433-9996 or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. You're listening to News Radio 923, WNRP Golf Free's Milton Pensacola.